everyone. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdBits. Today we are going to be discussing SEP IRAs and simple IRAs, which pretty much two of the most underrated types of retirement plans out there. It's kind of like, if I can use a tennis analogy, it's like the John McEnroe, Jimmy Connors, and the Solo 401k, Roth IRA, IRA, or like Pete Sampras, Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal. Um, they're just a lot more powerful and uh, more well-known. So let's get into the SEP and simple IRAs because uh, they're still pretty useful retirement plans to certain businesses. And I just want to kind of touch on some of the main points and how they, they could be an option uh, for some of you small business owners out there. So um, just going to jump into this um, right away. Um, let's start. So let's start with the SEP IRA, which is a type of employer uh, retirement plan. You need to have a business to adopt it, right? Um, any business in the United States could adopt it. It's generally for small businesses because there are limitations on, on, um, on just the benefits. It's essentially just a profit sharing plan if you want to uh, think of it in, in easier terms, it's basically an employer profit sharing plan. So who's, who's eligible? It's anyone who's over 21. Um, generally, anyone who works in the business at least three of the last five years, which is something very underrated. Not a lot of people understand this rule that you technically don't have to offer SEP IRA benefits to every employee. They need to be over 21 and three out of the five, which is a very interesting rule that you could potentially use to your advantage. And you need to have at least $600 in compensation um, from 16 to 20. So once you satisfy those rules, then you know who's eligible. The SEP IRA, as I mentioned, is a profit sharing plan. So it's either 20 or 25% of your compensation. An employer contribution is made for all eligible participants. So if there's a business with one owner and two eligible participants, meaning they've worked for you over three of the last five years and they're over 21, and you want to do a 20% or 25% profit sharing contribution, it's for everyone. You can't just do it for yourself, for the business owners. It's across the board. So let's break down who the 20 and 25% contribution percentage applies to. Well, if you have a C-Corp or an S-Corp, it's 25% of W-2. If you have a sole proprietorship or single member LLC, it's 20% of compensation, which is technically Schedule C. Um, also, you can have a W-2, so it would be 20% of, of that W-2 employee's uh, compensation as well. If you're a partnership, it's generally guaranteed payments or W-2, and it's typically 25%. So the 20% in sum only applies to single member LLCs and uh, sole proprietors. For, for everyone else, it's generally 25% of your comp. You don't have to go up to 25%. You can just do 1% or 2% or even zero. You have that option as the employer. And I just wanna be clear, this is an employer contribution, not an employee contribution. So it's all dependent on the employer. The only requirement is the employer needs to keep the percentages 
uniform across the board. So whatever they're giving themselves, they have to give to all eligible participants. And again, eligible participants are anyone over 21 years old and someone, anyone who makes over 600 bucks and three of the last five year rule. So let's jump into the three of the last five year rule because it's a rule that's pretty unknown and underrated. So if you have a new business and you just hired someone, technically you're not going to have to offer them that 20 or 25% profit sharing contribution because they're likely not going to satisfy the three of the five year rule, right? They've only just started working for you. So to be eligible for a contribution for 2019, for example, an employee must have worked for you for any length of any time in the three, any three years in the five year period from 14 to 18. So any employee who worked for you two months in 14, 16 and 18 must share in the SEP contributions for 19. So it's any amount of time, three of the last five years. Okay, which is really interesting. So for startups in the first two to three years, you may not have to offer any contribution benefits to employees. So if you're a small business owner and you're doing well, you have a startup, you've been in business maybe a half a year, a year, two years, even three years, you have the potential to make employer contributions for yourself and not for any of the employees, which to some business owners is attractive. Now, once you obviously get into that three to five year rule, then that changes and you need to make contributions on behalf of all eligible employees. But you're not required to do that um, until you satisfy that three or five year rule, which is quite interesting. And it gives you as a business owner a lot of options and flexibility to decide who you wanna make contributions to if you can jump into that three or five year rule. If your business you know, has been open a while and your employees have been there a long time, then clearly you know, that, that's just not gonna fly. Um, the SEP IRA used to be the most popular retirement plan for small businesses. That changed in 2001 when EGTRA, the Economic Growth Tax Relief and Reconciliation, was passed by President Bush in 2001 after 9-11. And part of the EGTRA Act was to stimulate the economy after 9-11. And they included a bunch of provisions that basically beefed up the solo 401k and added a lot of muscle to it and made it which is now the most popular retirement plan for the self-employed because prior to EGTRA, it was basically a SEP IRA. The solo K before 01 was just a profit sharing plan. There was no loan feature, no Roth option, no employee deferral option. All it was was basically a profit sharing KEO plan where you can do that 20 or 25%. So why would you do a solo? You might as well do a SEP. The SEP IRA is set up by, you, by establishing a SEP IRA to custodian, uh, generally you do a 5305 form. The IRA custodian deals with the administration, unlike a solo K where you have to deal with the administration. So it really made not a lot of sense to do a solo K back in the day. O1 extra changed all that. And now the solo K has a lot more muscle. You have employee deferrals, which is 19,500, 26,000 for 2020. And that's dollar for dollar plus the profit sharing contribution like the SEP. So you get the double bonus. You also get the employee deferral and you also get a loan option where you can borrow up to 50,000 tax-free penalty free. It's also the Roth option. The only downside is you have to file a 5,500 EZ if your plan has more than $250,000 by year end. But otherwise you get all the benefits of the SEP IRA plus a whole lot more, um, which I've just um, addressed. So. There's really no reason to set up a SEP IRA now because the solo 401k will just give you so many more benefits. 
One other thing to note is that you cannot have a SEP IRA and solo K at the same time. You cannot contribute to both. If you're using the 5305, basically SEP IRA account uh, IRS template form. Now, if you wanted to create your own template form and not call it 5305, then technically you can have both open at the same time. The reason you can't is there's no reason for it. You either have one or the other. Most people will just move into a solo K because if you just want to do profit sharing contributions, you can do them in the solo. Plus, you also have the employee deferral options. The one thing you do lose is that three out of the five year rule. So for startups, if you just want to do profit sharing, you don't have employees that have been with you three of the last five years. You know, the SEP could be an option. It actually may beat out the solo 401k. And it's rare for me to say that. I've written two books on the solo K. But if you have new employees and you're happy with the 20 or 25% profit sharing contribution, it could work. So for example, if you made 100,000 bucks as the business owner, let's say you're an S Corp, you can contribute up to 25,000 bucks without having to make contributions for your employees. Um, whereas if you did a 401k with employees, you could, you'd be able to do 19,500 if you're over 50 or 26,000 if you're over 50 plus that 25%, but you likely have to make 3% safe harbor contributions to your employees. If you have no employees, you might as well go solo, right? Cause you don't care about the three of the five year rule because you have no employees. So you go solo because you can, you can hit your maximum much quicker. For example, if you make $100,000 in a solo K and you're under 50, you can do 19.5 plus the 25 if you're uh, a W-2 uh, versus just 25 in the SEP. So it's pretty much a no-brainer. Also, one last thing to add is the SECURE Act, which was passed in 2019. One of the provisions in the SECURE Act now allows you to set up a solo 401k before you file your tax return for prior year benefits. So. If you want to make contributions for 2020, you can set up the plan before you file your business tax return in 2021. That was not the case before the SECURE Act. That was one of the reasons the SEP IRA was popular because the SEP IRA was able to be established the following year before the business filed the return and make contributions for the prior year, which was not the case with the SOLO. However, that all changed with the SECURE Act and now like the SEP IRA, you can make contributions for a prior year, so long as you set up the plan before you file your tax return uh, in the following year. So you have the same flexibility now of a SEP IRA. So in sum, you're really not going, to, if you have no employees and you're self-employed, you're probably never gonna set up a SEP IRA. It makes no sense, just do the solo K. The administration's minimal, especially if you have under 250K, there's nothing you need to do, so why, would you not do it? You get more benefits like the employee deferral, Roth contributions, um, loan feature, potentially better asset credit protection, uh, the ability to use leverage without tax in a real estate setting. Um, so you really don't lose anything. And it's the reason that the solo K is you know, clearly outpacing the SEP IRA for, for uh, establishments from new business owners. So that's the SEP. Let's move into the simple IRA, which is even less popular. Um, and actually, the simple IRA's got some cool little features that should make it a little bit more attractive than it is. Um, it's a little bit perplexing why it's not uh, more widely used, but it, it's just not. So a simple IRA uh, basically is an employer plan like the SEP IRA, okay? So it has to be set up by the employer. The difference is, the simple IRA um, allows the 
employee to put away a lot more money, technically, um, dollar for dollar. So in 2020, it allows you to put in 13500 and then there's a, th- a $3,000 catch up if you're over 50, which will bring you to 16500 There's no profit sharing. So it's basically like a quasi 401k because it's simply an employee deferral plan. 13500 if you're under 50, catch up a 3000 if you're over 50. Okay, so if you have no employees, the simple just not going to win over the solo, right? Because the solo lets you do 19,500 or 26,000. Why in the heck would you do a simple, right? It doesn't make sense other than you just want the custodian to do all the reporting and you don't want to deal with a 5,500 easy. Um, but if you have less than 250 and you're solo K, then there's no easy anyway. So not, um, you know, a super option. That's why it's not very popular for self-employed. However, if you have employees, now you need to think about the difference between a SEP, a simple, and a regular safe harbor 401k. So let's look at what the employer responsibility are, are with respect to a simple IRA. So generally, the employer has two options. They can do a dollar for dollar, 3% match of the employee's compensation. Okay, kind of like a safe harbor, same idea. Or they can do an automatic 2%. Okay, irrespective of whether the employee puts in money, they can just do 2% of their salary or they can do 3% dollar for dollar, assuming the employee puts in up to that amount. So, for example, if the employee puts in 3% of their $40,000 salary or 1200 bucks, the employer would match that 1200 bucks, giving the employee 2400 for the year. That 3% simple IRA employer match, just like the 401k, is a tax deductible contribution. On the flip side, they can do a 2% non-elective. So let's say the employee puts in nothing and makes 40,000 bucks, the business will still put in 2% of 40 or 800 bucks as a tax deductible simple IRA employer contribution. Now, there are ways that the employer could actually reduce the 3% elective deferral um, match. And there's two ways they can do it. They could reduce it below 1%, uh, excuse me, they the limit, you have to, you can't reduce it below 1%. So you can go from three to one, just not below one, but you can only do that for basically two out of five years. So when you look at a five-year window, you can't reduce it more than two out of the five years. Um, and again, it can't go below 1%. So let's say you have a difficult year, two out of the five years, you can go from three to one or one and a half or 2% making the burden uh, less burdensome for the employer, but it can't go below the 1%. And again, that's two out of the five year period. Of course, you gotta let the employees know within 60 days of that election, um, but that gives the business owner some flexibility. So unlike a SEP IRA, a SEP IRA, you have a three out of the five year rule, but it's only a profit sharing, right? It's that 20 or 25%. Here it's dollar for dollar, 13,500 or 3,000 um, catch up if you're over 50. So let's talk SEP IRA versus simple. Okay, let's say you are self-employed and made uh, 40,000 bucks, okay? And you're a W-2. You can do in a SEP IRA 25% of 40 or 10 grand, or in a simple IRA, you can go dollar for dollar 13.5, okay? And you have a catch-up, whereas a SEP IRA does not have a catch-up. So if you did a simple and you were self-employed, you can do 16.5 if you're over 50, whereas just 10,000 if you did a SEP. However, if you did a solo K, okay, you can do 19.5 dollar for dollar plus the profit sharing. So you can clearly see why the solo is just so much more powerful than the SEP or the simple. 
However, if you have employees, now you want to compare the SEP, the simple, and the, and the 401k. If you had employees, you have to do that 20 or 25% across the board for all participants eligible. Yes, you have the availability of that three, five year um, exemption, but it's still something you need to satisfy. The simple, you have the option as the employer of either doing a 3%, reduced to one, two out of the five years, or you can do just a 2% non-elective. So you kind of run the numbers, what makes sense versus doing a regular safe harbor 401k that will let you as the business owner to go up to 19.5 or 26, but you'll generally have a 3% um, either elective or non-elective option. So it's very close to a 401k. The advantage of the simple over the 401k is you can reduce that 3% to 1%, two of the five years. Um, but the negative is you can, as a business owner or an employee, you can't put away as much, right? You're capped at 13.5 or 16.5 if you're over 50 versus 19.5 or 26,000. So it's, it's really um, limiting how much you can put in. And again, that's just why a 401k has become more popular. Couple other things to uh, consider with a simple. Um, you can't have a simple and a 401k at the same time. If you set up a simple, you can't disband it for two years. Meaning if you set up a simple IRA, you can't just go solo 401k after year one. You gotta keep it in existence for at least two years before you do any rollovers out of it. Uh, you can technically terminate it and start a solo, but the money can't leave the, the simple IRA. Um, both a SEP and a simple have RMDs, requirement of distributions. In both cases, you can make contributions over the age of 72. Um, but unlike the SEP, the simple, um, again, the employer has either an elective or non-elective um, contribution requirement that they need to make for eligible employees. Um, and that's just something you know they, they have to think about. Also, you don't have that three out of the five year rule, which obviously could be uh, a nice uh, option or, or tax planning option for the business. So the simple, again, all, one last thing I wanna say with the simple is anyone who receives at least 5,000 compensation for the two preceding ca um, calendar years is eligible. Okay, so the SEP IRA contribution is the 600 bucks, the simple is the 5,000. So that's another difference and that's another difference between a 401k where it's definitely uh, the compensation level is higher uh, for the for the simple um, than than the 401k. Although the 401k generally you can limit it to a thousand hours, and um, obviously no one's working for two dollars an hour. So actually, when you look at it, the 401k has a higher threshold for entry because generally, even if someone makes ten bucks an hour, thousand hours, you know, it's ten thousand bucks of compensation. The simple is five thousand, although the SEP IRA is six hundred. So another um, comparison between the simple and the SEP is there's a higher income threshold to be an eligible participant. Um, also there's exclusions for like union employees, things like that, non-resident aliens. Um, so just um, some other things to consider. But either way, I mean, the, SIP, the simple could work for some people. Um, it's, it's strange again that more people don't use it, um, but, you know, there, there are some quirky rules like the two-year period uh, where you can't move things out. Also, the um, there's also a limit in terms of a uh, number of uh, shareholders that can have a simple IRA uh, in terms of size of the business. Um, so 
there's some quirky things that you just need to consider. Uh, for example, any business having more than 100 employees can have a simple. But for small businesses, your choices again are the SEP, the simple, the solo, and regular 401k. I think you're going to see the solo if your self-employed is going to beat the SEP pretty much every time, um, including and the simple. If you have employees, usually the SEP won't work unless that three or five works. If the three to the five rule is an option, then the SEP could potentially beat the regular 401k, not the solo, but the regular safe harbor 401k. And the same thing goes with um, the simple. If you as the business owner, if you don't think you're going to be maxing out and putting in that 19.5 or 26, then that simple IRA could be an option because if you're just looking to do 10 or 12,000 bucks a year, then your requirement as an employer would be lower than a 401k. Also, the simple IRA, each employee has their own account. Um, so you have less responsibility, there's less fiduciary responsibility. As with a 401k, as a trustee or fiduciary, so there's more risks in terms of setting up investment options. There's more costs. You have to pay for the 5,500 and a TPA, a third-party administrator, to do all the plan testing, plan record keeping, and uh, filing the 5,500. Whereas a simple IRA, the IRA custodian will do all the work. So it's cheaper to administer. Each individual employee has the ability to make their own investments, frees you up as the business owner. But the downside, again, is you're limited to 13.5 or 16.5 if you're over 50. Um, and you have a requirement to do that either 3% or 2%. 3% can be reduced to 1% two out of the five years. So again, the simple could be an option if you have employees, especially if the business owner isn't keen on maxing out. You may want to give the simple a look. It could end up being you know, a really good option for you. Um, but that really is the story of the SEP and uh, the simple. They don't get a lot of respect. Um, and I think they deserve a little bit more even though I'm a big fan of the solo and obviously I'm a big fan of 401ks because I think they allow you to put away uh, more money and that's the key. The more money you put away, the more growth, the more benefit you'll have of tax deferral, the more wealth you'll have at retirement. But if you're not looking to max out, if it's just not possible as the business owner, you may want to give the simple a try. It's just you got to deal with that two-year window where you're pretty much locked in um, and you can't do rollovers for two years. And you have to remember you can't have two plans open at the same time, the simple and the 401k. So that's the SEP IRA and the simple kind of in a nutshell. Um, I, if you're a new a business owner and you're looking to set up a retirement plan, these types of discussions are important. The analysis is super vital because plan design, choosing the right plan, could literally you know, mean hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in your pocket down the road, right? Imagine you got set up with a SEP instead of a solo K, and instead of being able to make 40,000 or $45,000 a year in contributions, assuming you made 100K and you were able to do 19.5 plus 25, right, each year, and you're just stuck doing 25 in a SEP, you're leaving almost 20 grand on the table each year, multiply that by 10, 15 years, that's under $300,000 in contributions. Assume that doubles every eight years uh, based off an 8% rate of return, right? 16 years, you're looking at over a million bucks you just left off the table. So think about plan design. That's why it's super important to work with um, you know, TPAs of pension companies uh, that have experience in this area. It just it, It's super um, 
inexpensive uh, to, to do and work with uh, these companies. And it, again, it's a million dollar difference uh, at the end of the day. And, and again, I've seen it. So just, just do your homework. I'm happy you're listening to these podcasts. That's the best you can do. Educate yourself and then talk to the professionals that can steer you in the right direction and help design your plan. So um, really um, hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast. Um, I enjoyed talking about steps and simples. I you know, brought in the tennis analogy in the beginning. Uh, Jimmy Connors, John McEnroe, great tennis players. They're still great tennis players. They're not as sexy as Nadal or Federer or Sampras, but they're still great in their own right. And just like maybe the simple and SEP aren't as sexy and exciting as the solo K or the 401k, they're still pretty good retirement plans that can, can help a number of small business owners, you know, that fit into that mold. So again, I appreciate the support. Thanks for listening. Um, really excited to provide all this content. Um, stay safe, uh, take care of yourself. And uh, I will talk to everyone uh, again soon. Thanks again for listening.